This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Good morning and welcome to Radio Church this Sunday. My name is Alicia and I am from Student Christian Movement Otago, an inclusive student group aimed at challenging aspects of our Christian faith. I would like to thank Otago Access Radio for providing the resources and the time to produce this program. Today we will be reflecting on the process of change. We have seen many changes recently as we adjust to new alert levels. We have heard calls for change around many social issues in our world. We want to reflect on what change might mean within our Christian faith. Let us begin our reflection with our first instrumental hymn, Tamanako Māori, composed by Richard Brown. A reading from 1 John chapter 4. This is how we know that we live in him and he in us. He has given us his spirit. And we have seen and testified that the Father has sent his Son to be the Saviour of the world. If anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the Son of God, God lives in them and they in God. 
And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. This is how love is made complete among us, so that we will have confidence on the day of judgment. In this world we are like Jesus. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear, because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. We love because he first loved us. Whoever claims to love God yet hates a brother or sister is a liar. For whoever does not love their brother and sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not seen. And he has given us this command, anyone who loves God must also love their brother and sister.
Over the last few weeks, we have once again had to adjust to changes within our lives. We faced a sudden lockdown, disrupting our regular lives once again to contain the Delta variant. The adjustment between alert levels can be very difficult, changing our regular work patterns, socialisation and public outings. Indeed, the alert levels make us change in our interactions to the world around us. It can be a terrifying and unsettling time. We have also heard increased calls of the world for changes to happen for social issues. The Justice Committee is currently hearing oral submissions on the legislation to ban conversion therapy. For those drafting the bill, and for many of those submitting, we can see that many of these calls to change is out of a concern for the vulnerable communities around us. What changes can we make to protect from harm? Recently at SCM, we have also been exploring the topic of decolonization. When we hear of so many historical injustices that have occurred to Māori over the years under the power of colonization, it can be daunting to think of a world that can be different. If it has gone on for so long, can we really make a difference? But a process such as decolonization is a long and painful journey. It is not one that we can undertake in isolation, but one we journey together as a community. If we wish to see change, we must begin the steps now, together. What do the changes of COVID, banning conversion therapy and decolonization have to do with one another? What makes a good change and a harmful change? For that, we will turn to the example set by Jesus. Jesus looked towards change throughout his ministry, not just at changing the relationship with God and humanity, but also changing humanity's relationship with one another. When Jesus was asked, what is the greatest commandment? His response was, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind and strength, and love your neighbour as yourself. The ushering in of God's change in the world is founded upon love. When Jesus walked his ministry on earth, his daily actions were those of healing, calling out hypocrites and wrongdoers, crossing social boundaries in order to value others, and ultimately ending in sacrificing himself for the sake of others. These were the pathways to good change. It was centered on restoration of relationships, on reaching out to those who are overlooked and cast out by the political and religious institutions. If we were to apply these actions every time changes were to take place, how would we respond to our neighbor when they tell us of their pain? In our reading, John seems to see love as the antithesis of fear. When we are faced with changes out of our control that we do not want, are we responding in our words and action out of love or fear? Change can be scary whether we are the ones calling for change to happen or the change is suddenly thrust upon us and out of our control. But it seems to be a pattern within human actions that responding to change out of fear does no good for the restoration of humanity. 
How might the world look differently if all our actions were centered on doing what we can for those hurting, for those vulnerable, for those tired, when changes start to occur? When we look at the impact of COVID around the world, perhaps asking what the most loving responses to the most vulnerable can help us adjust to the changing world, knowing that our motivations are built on a foundation of love and care for one another. It can be scary at times when we see social changes taking place, such as the growing conversation on te reo Māori, decolonisation and bicultural ways of thinking. It can be easy to respond in ways which are familiar to us because it can be frightening to admit we do not know something and we may need to go on a journey of learning. How can we approach these called upon changes with love at the centre rather than fear for our own preservation? In similar veins with the LGBTQ community, we want our reaction to be ones of love and not of fear. When people ask us to listen to the harm they are experiencing, how do we show love to them? You may be thinking of other changes you're witnessing in the world around you. Processing change requires much consideration at times. Might we consider our action and responses in the vein of love and not fear to carry on the mission given to us by Jesus? What little actions may we take in our daily lives to show that love and not fear is the driving force of our faith? Let us bring healing, break down boundaries, challenge inequality, and follow God. For perfect love drives out fear, and let this be our motivation. Oh, 
L and B. Don't you hang around? It's been a long, a long time coming, but I know oh, a change is gonna come. Closing our reflection today by sharing this prayer written by the theologian Padre Gotuma. Jesus of the dramatic word, from you we sometimes hear dystopia, of suns and moons and clouds and skies all falling, and we miss the small words of love that can sustain us through the winter. In the dramas of our news cycles, help us all parishioners, preachers and politicians to enact love in the corners, the cues and questions of our day and in doing so discover you hiding in the corner, reaching out like you always do, creating community. Amen. I pray this message has been uplifting, challenging or questioning for you. As you begin your day and week, I hope you find God in the hiding places of love. I hope you are sustained by the changes you see around you and find God's inspiration from these moments we witness. Before signing off, I would again like to thank Otago Access Radio for the production of this show. I would also like to extend my warm thanks to Richard Brown for composing the lovely instrumental music you have heard today. Thank you to all for listening. Kaki
This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.